welcome to Faith and Vision Live. The show will begin in one minute. Welcome to Faith and Vision Live. The show will begin in 30 seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four. Three, two, one. Let's begin. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Fishing Live. Uh, already getting called out in the comments by my mom finally yes we are running late and i do apologize for that <laughs> um but yeah so we are going to uh we're gonna have a really good episode uh tonight um we are going to be talking uh we're gonna be talking about some uh some faith topics uh some fishing topics uh but most importantly we're going to be announcing the winner of the of the five uh, five thousand listener giveaway. It's been a little bit of a, a, a long time for that, but I wanted to make sure everybody had a chance to, uh, to jump in there. So uh, we're giving away. Um, let's see, what do we have? We have a uh, prize pack from Mr. B. Lure Company. Uh, that's going to be an awesome prize pack. We have a couple gift cards from Jay's Jigs. And I'm uh, going to be giving them away a t-shirt as well. So I'm going to go ahead and show y'all uh, the, the merch store here. Uh, so we've got the, uh, the Hey Y'all uh, hey t-shirt with Faith and Fishing on the back. We've got the Don't I Don't Worry About My Problem Here, I Just Fish With Fish. Uh, just me being a good person's priority. We've got all the logo stuff. Um, so yeah. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be an awesome time, but before we jump into that, I want to, I uh, want to introduce again, uh, with me, I've got Robert Randolph going to be joining me. Uh, so Robert, man, welcome again. Yeah. Yeah. Good to be here, man. I appreciate the invite. So looking forward to it. Absolutely, man. So, uh, last time we kind of gave you a, a quick, um, quick time to introduce yourself uh but we did not introduce uh your content i wanted you uh, to to introduce outdoors to go sure yeah um so i have a instagram is outdoors to go youtube is outdoors to go uh it's mainly uh my tournament fishing stuff practice fit practice fishing um i started it kind of as um outdoors to go basically when you don't have time to get outside or, or, you know, maybe you're at work or, um, you know, you just can't make the time to get out there outdoors to go, you can click on something and, and that gets you out there, um, a little bit through me. Um, 
So that's what the name is. Uh, basically, you know, I fished the local Central uh, Carolina kayak fishing trail, and uh, there's some tournaments, quite a few tournaments uh, from that on there. Uh, fish the Hobie BOS uh, Toledo Bend is on there. I've got the video from the other two Hobies. I just haven't uh, put it up yet. Uh, I got busy. Uh, I run a lawn care business, so in the summertime, it, it, the time gets tight uh, as far as my extra time. So um, <clears throat> it's a little bit easier to do the content in the uh, uh, fall, winter time, and then spring when the grass starts growing. Um, you know, it's kind of game on for work. Uh, so that slows my content creation down just a bit. Uh, there's also uh, some uh, LeConte uh, Lodge uh, trips on there. So me and my family, uh, uh, my wife, uh, let's see, we've been together for 20 years and I have an 18-year-old son, 16-year-old daughter and a 14-year-old son. And for the last few years, we've gone to Mount LeConte, and it's a seven-mile hike up. And then you can stay at a lodge at the top. Uh, there's no electricity. Uh, it's like a one-room cabin, uh, but it is a, a comfy bed to sleep in. And then the next day, you can go back down seven miles. Uh, so uh, those trips are on there. Uh, we also uh, a couple other uh, fun trips. Uh, we did a... Uh, it's called the Virginia Creeper Trail, and it's uh, I think that trail is 15 miles, and it's a it's on an old railroad bed, and it's a downhill bike ride. Uh, so that was a ton of fun. Uh, we did that with another uh, family that uh, we go to church with. Uh, their kids are all the same ages and uh, as our kids, so uh, it, it's it's fun, and we, we've been on a couple trips with with them. Um, and you know, there's the Instagram, uh, you know. Same as, you know, just pictures of fishing trips. Uh, me and my son did the kids big rock um, last month. Uh, that was fun. We uh, didn't place, uh, but we did catch uh, six Wahoo. And I think we were 10th out of almost 80 boats in the Wahoo category. Uh, so the big rock tournament, uh, for those in North Carolina, uh, most people know what the big rock tournament is, but uh, for those not in North Carolina. It's a, it's a billfish offshore, uh, uh, tournament. And, uh, so we, we got to participate in that. That was a pretty good deal. Um, that's basically a rundown of it. Absolutely. And I will say your, your videos, uh, something I really like about your videos is you can tell you put your work into it, but it's also yeah. back. It's, uh, yeah. and it, and it, it's, Whenever you go out, you know, you tell it like it is. It's not a highlight reel. Um, yeah, no, it's not a highlight reel. And and it really, I should probably show more of that. That's kind of why the, the other two Hobie BOSs, I've had the video sitting there. And I I did so bad at Santee Cooper. And at Toledo Bend, I had uh, – I, I, I left here on Tuesday and basically drove the whole day Tuesday, uh, slept in the truck at the boat ramp, uh, Tuesday night and got up and I fished Wednesday and then got to the campground after fishing that day, fished Thursday, Friday, I had three days of pre-fishing, had a pretty good game plan and placed in the middle of the pack on that. Uh, and then Santee Cooper, uh, I, I didn't have enough. I didn't have time because the grass had already started growing. So I couldn't really, uh, get down there, even though that one was a lot closer, I only pre-fished on Friday and I just never found, anything um i caught a couple pre-fishing 
Um, but on tournament day, I don't even think I scored a fish. Um, and so I came back home on Sunday just because I think my daughter was playing softball that weekend. So I was already out of it. And then um, the Susquehanna, uh, same thing. I, I got into that off the waiting list and drove up. And as soon as I got like 20 miles, I think I may have already been like driving up the side of the river. It's like a 40 mile stretch. You can fish on that. But my transmission started slipping went to the uh, captain, I pre-fished that day and found a few fish and, uh, you know, but I went to the captain's meeting that night and the transmission just got worse and worse. It was like a 25 mile trip to the captain's meeting from where I was standing. And um, so I ended up fishing Saturday, but I left, uh, I just stayed right where I was camping at. You know, I went out of that ramp and came back just to keep from driving and, um, caught a couple of fish but then the same thing i decided to come back home and give myself an extra day and i'm glad i did the transmission ended up going out right before washington dc so i was stuck on the side of the road the the rest of the day on saturday and uh and then actually a guy that i used to go to, to church with um him and his son were camping not close by but closer than anybody else and they ended up coming to pick me up and uh, and giving me a ride back and ended up I've got the truck back got it fixed now so that was a uh, quite the weekend uh, but you know everything happens for a reason so um, you know kind of uh, got to spend some time with Sean and his son Brody on the way back so uh, you know that was that was a, a cool part of it absolutely yeah I um, I'm still waiting on my my car to get fixed I'm uh, been in a a bit of a it's just been you know the last time i went fishing was uh july 2nd and so the uh, uh i ended up i pulled a muscle in my chest that that kept me out for a while and then i messed up my car and i don't have a way to to carry stuff out so i'm just i'm, I'm itching um i'm sure i am itching to get out there but yeah, man. So um, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get the uh, the the news out of the way. Let's go ahead and get this this giveaway winner announced. Uh, so what I did um, over here was um, let me share this screen here. Oh, here we go. Um, so over here, so we only had four entries. Um, so uh, we had. Uh, Barry Lawrence, uh, who uh, he is, uh, he's got a podcast on YouTube along with uh, Sandy Marks. Uh, it's called the, um, what is it, what is it? Real, uh, Real Life Boys, is that what it's called, Robert? You know? I think that's right. I've watched it a couple of times. Um, where they have, it's a it's an interview-based uh, podcast talking about uh, faith, family, and fishing, and it is fantastic. I definitely encourage you to go check it out but he said his favorite episode was dr peter ely so far uh shout out to to uh, dr peter ely um houston white over on facebook uh said that his favorite was ramon outdoors mj outdoor adventures on instagram said joey doza from jade's jigs and then asap fishing uh shout out to aaron uh, from asap fishing he said that it was either Brandon Mays or Ramon Outdoors that was his favorite. So what I did was I 
I just put, um, I didn't want it to be, you know, just one through four and then uh, two and three um, are the only two that get picked from pretty much. So I, I went down to 32. Uh, so I'm going to make this random number generator here from one to 32. I'm going to say generate and it is two. All right. So Houston White, if you are listening, um, you can go ahead and DM me um, with your information. Um, so I will um, I will get everything sent to you. Uh, so, again, that's going to be the prize pack from uh, Mr. B. Lure Company. We've got gift cards from Jay's Jigs and uh, you'll get to pick a T-shirt from uh, from the merch store. I just need your size and, and style and color. Um, so yeah, um, I'll be reaching out to you, uh, to you shortly. Um, so I will go ahead and I'll just leave this up so that, um, I don't have to, uh, I don't have to try to remind myself or anything. I'll just leave it there so that whenever this is over with, I can go ahead and, and, and send you a, uh, a message, but yeah, so congratulations to Houston, and uh, we will get you set up, man. Um, but yeah, so uh, we had a couple topics that uh, that we wanted to, to kind of break open and talk about. First, I wanted to ask, um, so this is, a, this is a question that, uh, you know, we used to ask on mission trips a lot uh, to just kind of uh, make sure that we were we were looking um, and, and trying to see him. Uh, and it, it goes along the lines of the same thing as uh, a little while back. We had uh, Pete Rogers from the Christian Outdoors podcast on, and he he talked about this, uh, enjoying God every day. So he asked his kids, uh, how did you enjoy God today? Um, I'm going to ask, uh, where have you seen God recently, man? Well, it's it's really like the, the story that I told about the, the transmission uh, going out. Um, uh Sean is probably not the first one that would have come to my mind on people to call to to help me out, but he is um, uh, very similar in his um, attitude and the way he approaches life to me. And uh, you know, af- after being on the side of the road for a while, I did get towed off the interstate to a uh, parking area, and I was in a, in the parking area that was right beside the interstate, and. Uh, you know, I didn't, my wife would, was with my daughter that weekend. Um, and it was about five hours, uh, from, from where we're at in Raleigh to the other side of DC. And I didn't want to put her on the road with my daughter playing softball and I didn't want something to, I was afraid something would happen to her truck. And then we were both, you know, stuck somewhere. And, um, so Sean came to my mind as somebody like if i call sean he knows that if i'm calling him that um that i need some help um and uh, so i gave him a call and and he was like oh yeah well it just so happens that me and brody are camping and, and we're in west virginia and they were about maybe three hours three and a half hours from where i was at um and he was like we were driving back we were driving back home today anyway and uh, so we'll just come up there and drive the extra three and a half hours, pick you up and then go home. And, uh, 
you know, and, and it led to a lot of uh, some good conversation. Uh, it also led to a, a, another opportunity uh, work-wise uh, that I really feel like, you know, all of this, ha everything happens for a reason. And uh, the company that he works for is, is looking for some more uh, help. And, uh, you know, it may lead into something further where I can still do the lawn care stuff uh, on the side and uh, and get a job with uh, with his company. Um, and sorry about that. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things where it's, it's something that is like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe my transmission's going out. I'm sitting up here, stuck on the side of the road. Uh, you know, it's just it's one of the worst feelings when you, you know, your vehicle won't go and you are that far from home. Uh, you know, I, I guess, you know, by yourself, you can look at that two ways. I mean, I'm glad my family wasn't when I had to figure all that out. At least I guess I was by myself. But and then for him and his son to be on a trip, uh, you know, not that far away and to be able to to swing over and pick me up and give me a ride home. Um, and, and I always like hanging out with Sean and, and Brody as his son and, uh, you know, have some good conversations some and some fellowship on the five hour drive home. Um, and then for that to, you know, maybe something else just falls in my lap because of that. It's, it's almost like, you know, that door was opened for a reason. And, uh, so, you know, we'll kind of see where, where that goes, but, uh, you know, kind of that whole thing, you know, really made me think about, you know, everything does happen for a reason. Um, and, uh, you know, it's one of those fishing trip, that fishing trip, uh, you know, after the transmission went out, I was beating myself up. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have went up here, you know, and, uh, after I got done beating myself up and my wife was like, you know, you're crazy, you know, quit beating yourself up. And, um, you know, it really, you know, was, was kind of eye opening that, uh, everything does happen for a reason. And, uh, you know, so, so that, I don't know if I really answered the question of, you know, where do you find it? But sometimes it just slaps you in the face and you can't help but to find it. Um, Absolutely. You know, and then then other times, uh, you know, it's like, uh, you know, uh, like the witty outdoors, you know, it's how many sunrises and sunsets do you see? Uh, and, you know, I think, you know, you can go to church and you can sit in the pew and, and you can you can uh, sing the worship and praise songs. And uh, there are a lot of times when I'm doing that, that I, I feel close to God. But uh, honestly, if I'm sitting in a deer stand or, or I'm on a, a kayak or a boat and, uh, and you're fishing or, or you're hunting and you're by yourself, there's something about being out there that early when it is just you and the trees and, and bugs and animals and fish that uh, really kind of makes you put your life in perspective and uh, makes you think about, uh, you know, the good things that you're doing and, and what you can do better on. Um, and, you know, that's exactly um, 
you know, what we were talking about at the end of the last podcast. So, um, <clears throat> what about you? Well, so it's kind of a, a bunch of bunch of different instances in the same same time frame. So, um, we've got a uh, we've got a seventeen month old um, little boy, and we took him to the uh, the public aquarium for the first time uh, over the weekend. Uh, so uh, down at the coast in North Carolina, we have three different aquariums. We have the one up in, in the Outer Banks. Um, we have the one at Pine Knoll and the one at Fort Fisher. We went to the one at Pine Knoll. Um, and so, uh, you know, just right off the bat, you kind of get this reminder of, of how, how it is with God, where he is, he, he's kind of guiding you towards something, something really awesome. And you've got something that you really, really like, and you, you've got to, you've got to leave that behind sometimes, and and trust God and, and follow, follow where He's going to get the the really big things. So we're walking into the aquarium where they've got thousands of gallons of of, of aquariums with all kinds of crazy fish and and sea turtles and all this stuff that Henry just loves, and. On the bridge going into the uh, the aquarium, uh, they have a bunch of little um, like fish silhouettes on the on the planks where they they thank uh, they thank donators and um, like in memory of they they give mem- memorandums and stuff. And for the first, I'd say that the first first ten feet. I swear he touched every single one of them and looked up at him and said, fish, fish. Mm-hmm. And it's like, come on, buddy, we got to get going. There's something so awesome. Just, just right over there that if you just trust me and you follow me, we will see something so awesome that he just, he stopped. And, and, you know, part of it is, is that reminder to, to trust God. And, and part of it is to, you know, is to don't, uh, don't get so caught up in the destination that you don't enjoy um don't enjoy the the journey because i mean he he enjoyed every step of that bridge pointing to all the little fish um which is something that everybody else just walks right over doesn't even look yeah. um and uh so that was awesome and then you know we get there and it's it's this kind of dark room he hears a bunch of like they have that waterfall right inside so it's loud and he's kind of clutching and doesn't know what to what to think and then we get to that first exhibit and he just lights up and then he's like running all over the place yelling at the top of his lungs having a blast um and you know just just seeing that that joy in in uh in, in a little kid and um you know that and then there was this there was this lady who um is we kind of ended up uh right beside each other for for a lot of the time and she it's like every time we would we would take a go around a corner, she would be sitting at a, at a bench, and she would just she would take the time to talk to Henry and and you know call him friend and everything and um you know just just kind of seeing seeing her joy and her her um you know um just sheer friendliness um, being able to you know 
and Henry, you know, he's got the, he's got the charisma of every, um, every human being that's ever lived all like multiplied by a thousand. He, he's friends with everybody instantly. Um, so, uh, just seeing that, that dynamic between those two throughout our entire trip around the aquarium was just absolutely fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, <clears throat> It seems like he may be a, a social butterfly, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, if he is, I don't know where he gets it from. Because, um, <laughs> um, I mean, uh, the only social butterfly I know of that's ever been in my family was my granddaddy's. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, maybe that's maybe that's where he gets it from. He has another instance uh, that, that just came to mind when you were telling, telling that story. Um, I got up and uh, I, I want to say it was yesterday, yesterday morning, and um, I'm pretty sure I was sitting on the edge of the bed and I, I had already been up and, and had a cup of coffee. And uh, I picked up my phone and it, it just had an alert that somebody went live and uh, it was a, another uh, kayak angler. And uh, he was uh, in his truck driving from the from the last uh, event that that he did, and uh, he was uh, singing praise and worship songs, and um, you know it just looked like he wanted to go live because he uh, needed somebody to to talk to or. Uh, he just needed to share that moment. And, uh, you know, at one point he was like, I don't even know if this is going out. I, I don't know if anybody is even listening. It says there's one or two people on here. And, uh, you know, I, I messaged in the chat. And uh, and anyway, that I guess it was a copyright deal or whatever, because there was you could hear the music playing in the background. And it wasn't long. He got through two songs and and the recording stopped and the Facebook took the video down and it was just one of those things where, you know, it's not, not somebody that I would have ever uh, known even that little snippet of his faith story. Uh, but I, I see him on uh, Facebook and social media all the time. Uh, and that was just, one of those things, or there's, there's no, there's no record of it. I'm not sure who the other one or two viewers were, uh, but I'm going to reach out to, to that angler, and uh, you know, maybe we can get him on. He can share his face story with us. So I just thought that was like a, it was one of those things where, who goes live at 7:30 in the morning, or that was probably even before that. It was like maybe 6:30. It was early. And uh, that's the one reason I clicked on like, what is, what is somebody going live for this early in the morning? Maybe they're on the water fishing. That would be the only other thing. Um, but it was kind of like, it was one of those things where it's like, he just needs somebody to sing with him, I guess, you know? For sure. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. yeah, man. So um, we, uh, we were going to talk some fishing stuff too. And you brought up a really, really good topic. 
Um, <laughs> really good or really bad. One of the two, right? <laughs> well, it's something I've been wanting to to talk about too, and just haven't really haven't really brought it up with anybody yet. Um, but so we we talk about how amazing the kayak fishing community is all the time, and for the most part, you know, it really is. Um, there's a there's just something about the camaraderie with the the kayak fishing group that is um, just, just special. Um, but then yeah, there's no the other side of it. Um, and it tends to be, and not just with kayak fishing, but it, with fishing in general, mm-hmm. it tends to, it tends to kind of um, surround these, these big Facebook groups that you see. And it's, it's this negativity. Um, so, uh, you know, we, we see it all the time. Something new comes out or, or a new tournament trail starts up or an old tournament trail. Somebody makes one mistake and all of a sudden it is just an absolute smash fest. Oh yeah. It's a firestorm. And, uh, you know, I guess, you know, that we were talking earlier, I mean, it, there's a couple of uh, North Carolina fishing groups and you can go on there and somebody, you know, I just, somebody will say, I just moved here. Hey, what about this lake or whatever? And there's always the one or two people that are like, Oh, I can't believe you're on here asking about spots or whatever. And it's just like, you know, for the most part, the people will respond accordingly and say, and give them some information that will help them out. But you always have those few people that, are, are just negative, negative Nancy's, so to speak. And, uh, I see it not only in the fishing world, but uh, other Facebook groups that I'm in, um, excuse me, you'll see that as well. So I don't know if that's, it's definitely not only a, a fishing world problem. It is, you know, just all of these groups, it's so easy for people to sit behind the computer and, um, you know, write things that they would not say. Um, so I, I can say, and especially um, the three Hobie BOS events that I've been to, everybody that I've met um, has been extremely nice. Um, you know, it's, it's all you know, it is all of what you would expect. It is all the good things. And honestly, I don't have anything negative to say about any of the experiences on, on those three trips that I did. And it's the same for our local stuff. Uh, you know, the, the trails that are around here, um, you know, the, uh, Carolina kayak angling, uh, central Carolina kayak fishing, uh, queen city. I've done some events with those guys, uh, all three of those trails, everybody that does those, uh, I haven't had any negative experiences with, with any of them or any of the people. And I think, um, you know, on the local level and when you actually go to the events, uh, I don't think you're going to get a lot of negativity. Uh, you do see po- people post some run-ins every once in a while. Um with uh, other kayak anglers trying to beat somebody to a spot or maybe taking a spot that, uh, that an angler that is in, in the money they're trying to, you know, that 
they don't want somebody to get on their spot. And if, if I'm in 150th place and this guy's in the top 10, you should let them have that spot. But there are instances where people have not done that. You'll see that sometimes, but uh, for the so most part. Let's, let's talk about that for just a second. So you sure. said you should let somebody have that spot. Yeah, um, yeah, no doubt. Okay, so I'm going to play devil's advocate for, for just a second. All right. I, um, I, in that situation, um, if I am in that tournament, I will probably do the same as you. Um, and I will, I will be like, you know what? I'm not in the money you are, you, you go for it. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, I could be fishing for big bass that day. You know, I, I, sure, I, yeah. I may not be, I may not be in the money, but I might have a chance to catch uh, a fish that's worth $300. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's no, yeah, you, you could do that, but you also like in the, in the Hobie BOS it's a two day deal. So normally I'm talking about the second day and uh, a lot of times you'll have maybe 10, 15 anglers go out of the same ramp and you'll see where people are fishing um, at uh, you know, at Santee Cooper, there were, Oh, so I pre-fished Santee Cooper on Friday. I started at the bottom of one of the lakes and I worked my way up all the way uh, through the lower lake was, was Moultrie. I worked up all those ramps. I really didn't find anything. I went on the upper lake and and went to three or four ramps, really didn't find anything. So on uh, tournament day, I went all the way up in the river uh, in the backwaters. And when I got to the ramp, there was probably 30 people there. And it was all the people that you would expect that, that you knew were going to catch fish. Uh, uh, Russ Snyder, uh, uh, the one objective guys, uh, there was a ton of people at this ramp. Um, so you will see those people. And if they're, if they're in the money, if I went there the second day and you know, you're, you're not going to get on top of some of those people because even if you were going to, even if you say, Hey, I'm still got a chance at big fish. Hey, you just got to find somewhere else to catch your big fish. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you, you can't really, if somebody's in the top 10 and they're going for that and you're, you know, if you're in the top, if you're 20, if you're sitting at 20 and you know, you're not going to go fish a spot that you didn't fish the day before, but you saw somebody else fish. That's not right either. Um, but at the same time, you know, if it's new water or, or maybe you didn't fish that ramp and you just switch ramps, you know, the, the main thing is, is to commu communicate with the other angler. And uh, sometimes somebody may not know if that angler is in contention or not, but that's where it is just talking like, Hey man, you know, where are you setting at or what, or where are you fishing at? A lot of times if you ask them where they're fishing at, they're going a totally different direction. Um, and then if you both end up going towards the same place, you know, if you're both in contention, you split it up and hope you don't cannibalize the fish in there. But, uh, you know, back to what we were talking about, though, the the whole Facebook uh, group deal and people, you know, bashing, you know, either other fishing groups or trails or this, that or the other. It's something really that I think probably turns some people off to um either some of the trails or, you know, some of the events. Um, and these, these guys and, and ladies that go around and do these events, um, you know, on all the, 
on all these trails, even the local ones, uh, you know, they don't, a lot of times they don't deserve a lot of the stuff that's being thrown at them. I feel like, um, you know, I mean, you take, take KFL, for example, those guys catch a lot of, a lot of flack, you know, they've had some issues in, in recent weeks. Uh, but at the same time, man, you take these dudes that we fish with um, in our local clubs, uh, the guys that are on the casters and the lunkers, man, you, you won't get a better set of guys than, than the, the guys that are on both of those teams. Absolutely. And, uh, I mean, it's just, you know, you take the lunkers last week and, and you know, I was sitting there just going in and out of the feed because uh, uh, I was at the softball field. So kind of in between the games, I was trying to watch some of that and, and keep up with the score. And, uh, you know, the Lunkers came back and, and uh, Dave Hart and, and uh, Steve Perry, they were got on a group of fish and they ended up pulling that out and they ended up beating a team that hadn't been beaten all year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because of some drama and people uh, – you know, just people, you know, a couple of guys acting silly, like you shouldn't, you shouldn't even act, you know, that, that a lot of the spotlight got taken and taken off of the good things that happen in that and the, and the good people that are fishing it. And, you know, and then you should look at some of the Facebook groups and people are commenting and saying things that they don't have a clue of what happened. I mean, I, I look at all that stuff, but you rarely see me comment on something that I have no knowledge of and just, you know, piling onto something that is better just left alone, you know, let the people deal with it, move on to the next thing, celebrate the good things. Uh, but it's the stuff like that that, you know, I don't know if there's a remedy for it, um, but I definitely think that you know, as a, as a group, as a kayak fishing group that as a whole, we can do better on, uh, on situations like that. And, and, uh, some of these groups need to, you know, try to remain more positive. So. Yeah, absolutely. And something that, something that gets me is a lot of the times all the negativity is because it's different, like with the KFL stuff. You know, they so so much of the negativity was because um, it, it wasn't the style that 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 person would want to fish themselves. Right. Then fish the tournament that is. Like this is a this is a really entertaining tournament format. Like I really like the format of KFL. Um, I mean, it's it's not going to be for me to fish just because you know I'm not going to be able to get that kind of time off and. Right. Travel, travel that, that way, but let the ones that can do it because I want to watch them. Like, yeah. that, that's a really cool, um, uh, really cool, uh, format, but because it's not, not what, what certain people would like to, to fish themselves, they just bash it. Yeah. Um, and it's the same with, with products. You know, you see products that, um, it, they come out and they're different. And they get made fun of incessantly. And it's like, um, 
Yeah, just don't buy it. If you don't like it, just right. don't buy it. I mean, there's no reason, you know, somebody put time and effort into making those products, um, you know, and it's, you know, just don't buy it. Just move on to what you do enjoy or do you, what the product you do like. Absolutely. I'll be honest. I've, I've, I've run to the defense of, of a couple of them. One in particular, he has been on this podcast talking about his, his product. And every time I see it on Facebook being shared, it's, to make fun of it. And it's like, you know what, what have you created? Like, mm-hmm. what have you created that is so different than everybody else that you're getting made fun of for it? Yeah. Probably nothing because you're too afraid to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, a lot of people that you see, you know, commenting, um, uh, you know, are, are people that don't have anything better to do. Uh, and, that, and I also think, you know, kind of on the, along the same lines and, and kind of the reason uh, the whole outdoors to go thing in, in my head, kind of the reason I started it is, is to try to let people know to, uh, even though we're doing it, <laughs> we're doing a social media podcast, you know, but at the same time, I want to tell people like, Hey, that's fine. Like I, I cut grass all day long. So I listen to a ton of podcasts and it helps me get better at things that I like to do, whether it's uh, fishing or, uh, you know, I listen to a couple, some cooking podcasts, some hunting podcasts. Uh, so it's, it's helping me get better at things by listening to how other people do it. But, you know, for, for people that are sitting and watching uh, YouTube all day or they're, or they're, you know, killing killing time that they could be going out and enjoying themselves in the outdoors. You know, I, I want people to, to get out and do it, you know, and that's the other thing is you, you have a lot of these people that are commenting on stuff, man, get all I, like, I'll look at stuff too. But at the same time, if I've got a four hour chunk and I can figure out how to drag my kayak somewhere and go fishing, that's what I'm going to do. You know, if I've only got 15, 20 minutes, I may, pull up a Greg Blanchard video and, and, you know, see if he had to go to in and out burger that day because he didn't catch any fish, but that rarely happens for him. Like, I don't even know why in and out even sponsors that because he always catches fish. Um, but you know, uh, that's the other thing, you know, I want people to not get sucked into Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, um, you know, yeah. Use that, format and that form of entertainment to a degree but don't let don't let that be your whole outdoors experience is through a screen you know go out and experience it yourself and and that's what all those creators would tell them too you know greg greg blanchard he doesn't make those videos to to he didn't start doing that to make money you know, he makes some money off of it now. He started it to show people like, hey, this is what kayak fishing is. This is something I love to do. Look how cool it is. Now you go, you go do it too. And, uh, you know, I hope that's kind of, you know, what, what my stuff does too. If it's a tournament or whatever, it's like, man, I, you know, I'm going to go and I'm going to have fun. I'm probably not ever going to win you know, a huge tournament for sure. But at the same time, man, I sure have fun trying. And, uh, you know, that's what I want people to, to take away from that. So, yeah, you know, I don't know how to fix the, fix that, you know, but it's definitely something 
like I said, as a whole, I feel like we can get a lot better at as, as being positive and not trying to tear people down, you know, through social media. Spend time, you know, building people up. Um, that's, that's where we can, we can really, really make a difference. I think, you know, we, um, it's, it's so much easier to pull people down than it is to, to pull others up. So if we can, if we can band together to pull, pull people up instead of, instead of, uh, you know, making one person struggle to, to stay up while they're constantly, constantly being pulled down. I think that's, um, that's something that we can, we can really strive for as a, as a community. Cause I mean, somebody comes in and, you know, their, their first, first experience with, with kayak fishing is, uh, you know, they, they go and they buy themselves a cheap kayak just to get on the water and they go in and they find a kayak fishing group. That's the first one they click on and they go in and they, they're excited. They share their, uh, their, uh, a picture of their new kayak and they're, they're, excited. they're getting ready to get on the water and they look and they get a whole bunch of laughing emoji emojis and people saying, Oh, that's a, that's such a terrible kayak and you should always buy your second kayak first. And, you don't know what you're doing because that's such a, such a terrible kayak and all that kind of stuff, man. Odds are they're not going to, they're not, that's going to be their last kayak. Well, yeah. And that may be the last time they share something in that group too. And, uh, you know, I I really think that, you know, that's something as a whole, you know, uh, at these, these Facebook groups, you know, you, you really need to like, I want this to grow. I want it. I want it to keep growing. I want all these tournaments to sell out. I don't care if it's Hobie BOS, KBF, Bass Nation. Um, you know, even the the uh, the native uh, big bass. Uh, that that format is is that going fun, man? I mean, you talking about a thousand dollar big bass per hour? I mean, it don't. I don't have to catch five fish to win money. You know what I mean? I mean, you you hook one good twenty-two inch fish, man. You got a shot at a grand on that hour, and so all these formats and and all these different things. The same with the KFL, man. I like getting on there and, and watching live kayak fishing. I'm pretty sure whether you like the format or not, I don't think anybody else is able to stream live kayak fishing at the moment. I'm pretty sure KFL is the only one doing that. So. I like getting on there and seeing what those guys are doing. Um, you know, so, you know, I really think that whatever somebody's doing, as long as it's, you know, not detrimental to the sport, which I don't feel like any of those things are that we all need to be promoting it, whether, whether or not you fish those or not. Um, you know, you, you definitely don't need to be taking shots at them. What, what does that do? I mean, what good does it do? You know, it's like you said, it, it, is it going to d- discourage a new person from fishing? Uh, you know, let's just, let's just say people are taking shots at KBF. If I'm, if that's the closest tournament to me, but I don't think it's a good trail because of all the things that people are saying and I don't go fish it. And that, that could be somebody 
that could have went on to win some trail events. You know, you never can tell. You listen to people's fishing stories and some of these people that are winning 10 years ago, they weren't even fishing. Right. Period. I'm talking about they weren't bank fishing. They weren't kayak fishing. They weren't boat fishing. Some of these people are like, yeah, I just picked up fishing and I got into this seven or eight years ago. And then I started doing this trail or that trail. Well, man, if somebody is on there bashing that trail and they didn't start doing it, you know, so I just want to, you just need to, we just need to be positive and, and promote everything. That doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to go around and lift everybody up. It doesn't mean you're going to agree with everything. Right. And it doesn't mean you can't have an opinion about it, but at the same time, you know, just be informed about what's going on and the things that are happening and, you know, don't try to tear something down just for the sake that it's, like you said, it's something different and it's not the same as what you're doing or the same thing as what you choose to do. Yeah. And whenever you go and, and comment on a post, you know, keep in mind, you may be the, the only representative of the kayak fishing sport that this person interacts with. Yeah. Um, or, or at least you may be the first and, and, you know, God forbid, as a result, be the only, um, you know, so, so make sure that we're, we're representing the sport the right way. Cause it really is a fantastic community. Um, I, I mean, you, you go out and you, um, you go, you go fishing a, 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 a kayak fishing tournament. Right. Like, I've only been able to fish a couple this year and one of them, you know, we were able to choose between five lakes and I show up and there's only one other person <laughs> in the lake that I chose choose to go to. He walks up, he says, you going where I think you're going? I say, yep. He said, me too. <laughs> we fish beside each other almost the entire day. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's something that we would have like in, in, like in, in other, other communities, you know, that might not fly. Yes, that, that's that's true. Up at a, yeah. a creek mouth at the exact same time. <laughs> I was gonna say, and, I, and I knew it. A, uh, I know where you were at, and I started to go there too. But I was like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> I went to I went to Wheeler, and then I I watched the winter set out in the middle and catch a ton of fish, and and uh, I didn't catch a ton of fish. But uh, my son, my fourteen year old rider, he did that tournament with me. And uh, he was able to catch a fish, and and uh, we caught a few fish that day. But uh, we had a good time. But we sat there and watched uh, the guy right in the middle, and and he was dragging a jig in the middle, like twenty feet of water, and he was flat wearing him out for the first two hours. That's awesome. I I would have loved to have been, uh, you know, just somebody watching on on Lake Raleigh to watch. Uh, what's his name? Was it James? That, that caught 92 inches uh, fishing uh, fishing Lake Raleigh for eight hours and for those listening who don't who don't know I think Lake Raleigh is like 60 acres yeah, maybe I don't even think it's that it's pretty that, small that kid had had his lure in every every yeah. inch of the water <laughs> at some point or another I bet yeah yeah i like that format where we got to choose the between the those different lakes yeah uh, it, it was it was a pretty good, pretty good. And, uh, I know this week there's the, uh, the Carolina, 
the east-west where you can choose between rivers and uh, hopefully that that is able to be held this weekend i know they're worried about some rain and some river levels getting up so right. uh, yeah that'll be interesting the Should yadkin be. chain and the noose river shouldn't be too bad i mean the water's been really low lately so yeah it, it doesn't take much on the noose though mm. that's a that's a fast river yeah hopefully they'll be able to do it i think they were either saying they were gonna they're just gonna watch it and see how it progressed throughout the week so it didn't rain today so that's a good thing funny story my first time uh my first time ever in a kayak uh for fishing purposes um so i had that little 10 foot sun dolphin journey and i took it um i was in seven springs north carolina at the at the ramp and at the bridge there on the on the noose and i my plan was to paddle upstream and float downstream mm. and fish and so <laughs> I, I have no clue what i'm doing i go out there and you know i'm i'm in a 250 300 kayak and paddle combo yeah um i am you know north carolina law says that the PFD has to be on the boat, but not necessarily on your person. So I had it strapped up at the front where I could never reach it if I needed it. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I get out there and it's like paddling on a treadmill. I was going to say that that sun dolphin will walk side to side more than go forward. And I, I paddled with everything I had and I was looking at the tree to my left and it never moved. moved. <laughs> and so I said, you know what, God, like, I'm going to stop and uh, either, either uh, you're going to, you're going to tell me where to go or I'm going to drop anchor and wait for somebody to tow me back. Um, <laughs> well, at and, least you didn't uh, post that on the, some Facebook group and somebody bashed you for trying to right? use the sun dolphin. You might not be sitting here right now. Right. That's right. But I, I stopped and the, the current whipped me around and I looked and I saw a little eddy to my right. And so I was able to steer over to that eddy and get turned around and, and paddle back right next to the shore, back right back to the, to the launch. I think I was, I was on the water for a total of 15 minutes and I called my dad and I said, you ever get tired of being wrong? Cause he had told me that day, he said, you're going to, you're going to take it on the, on the, on the river. He said, it's, a, it's like flood stage 15 feet. There's no way. There's no way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dads have a good way of, uh, of doing that being right. <laughs> I, I might get to that point at some point, but <laughs> we'll see. You will. All right, man. Well, um, I think, uh, I think that's, uh, I think we kind of hammered that point home a little bit. Um, but yeah, man. So did you have any final thoughts before we, before we kind of hung up for the night? No, just, uh, you know, I hope everybody takes the chances that they have and, and gets outside and, and does something. It, it may be only sitting on the front porch in the morning time for 10 minutes. Uh, you know, or if you, if you get a chance to go fishing or you get a chance to, uh, get out into the woods, you know, um, uh, you know, get out there and do it and uh, don't live totally vicariously through uh, okay. YouTube and, and Instagram, even though, you know, that's good. Good to look at when you when there's no way you can get out there and do it. But, you know, take those opportunities to get out there, uh, 
because I guarantee you it'll get you closer to God and, and get you in a better place. So. Absolutely. And I, I'm going to ditto that. And I just want to, to say, you know, take some time to, uh, to be positive. Um, and, you know, not just with, not just on Facebook, but in general, um, you know, be, um, you know, be encouraging, um, you know, be somebody who's going to lift somebody up and, uh, and you'll, you'll find that that a lot of times ends up doing, uh, it ends up doing a lot more for you than it does for them. You know, that there's a Todd Agnew song called love your neighbor. Um, and you know, he, uh, he, he kind of talks about this, uh, the first verse he's talking about this, uh, this guy standing on the, on the side of the road asking for money and he's grumbling and, you know, he, he probably doesn't even live here, probably has a house with a pool, you know, what kind of, uh, kind of thing. And you know, he said, but, but love your neighbor doesn't ask me if I fully understand, doesn't ask if he's a working kind of man. And he's talking about guys says, love your neighbor is a little, um, little about this, probably more about me, but it's a lot, a lot about you. Um, and you know, that's, that's something we got to remember whenever we're, uh, when we're out there, you know, if we're, we're loving our neighbor, yeah. um, you know, we're, we're being encouraging, we're lifting up, we're, um, we're not going to make, make fun of them for being different. We're not going to, uh, you know, we're not, we're not going to be, we're not going to be doing more harm than good. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I had uh, one other thing to share with you. Let's see if you can see that. Oh, man. Those got there fast. Yeah. Look at that. So, Robert is, uh, for those of you listening later on the podcast, Robert's holding up a, uh, a witty. Yeah, so that's a uh, that's a minus one, and and there's the uh, the flat side. Nice. Yeah. So that's uh one of the uh, crankbaits from Witty Outdoors who we we interviewed on the podcast. Uh, and yeah, that, so uh, we came out this week. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, to try those try those deals out. So yeah, thanks to. Thanks to Witty Outdoors for getting those out to me. And uh, I told him I'd post some pictures, some fish, fish that have been caught with them. So see if we can get out there this week and get that done. I need to, uh, I need to get some of those, uh, the flat sided before the winter time gets here. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love the flat sided ones for sure. Absolutely, man. Well, um, I, I'm going to go ahead and, and say, let's, let's end it there. Um, so uh, we will go ahead and I will go ahead and say this episode is going to to take the place of the the weekly episode for next week. Um, so we'll go ahead and get it get it posted uh, somewhat soon. It's not going to go up tonight because um, it's uh, it's 10, 11 p.m. local time and I'm I'm ready to uh, to go to sleep and, and get some uh, get some more cold medicine in me. But uh, uh, yeah, man. So um we will be we will be back with a uh, with another interview uh, the so not next week but the week after uh, we'll have another interview for y'all so um, 
If you want to sign it out or you want me to sign it out. Uh, you go ahead, man. All you're right. the pro at it. <laughs> well, um, again, uh, thank you all for listening, uh, helping us get to 5,000 listens. That's going to do it for this episode. Y'all take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Faith and Fishing Podcast. Faith and Fishing is produced and hosted by me, Cam Steele, and is sponsored by Jade's Jigs, Get Outdoors Pedal and Paddle, Savior Outdoors, Atolas, and Mr. B Lure Company. Be sure to give us a rating and a review and to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. That's going to do it for this episode. Y'all take care and God bless.